1: Tigers. LSU wins the Beastie. Tracy power. talking about One team, one heartbeat. The New Orleans Hornets select Anthony Davis. And a hand. Party cross about to break out. Talk here. about my paint. To the 20. Dice. Touchdown. Who that?
2: This is the Chris Gordy Show.
0: Oh, yeah. Welcome in New Orleans. Not the start to the season that any of us wanted. As your New Orleans Saints begin the season 0 and 1 getting bludgeoned by the Minnesota Vikings. On Monday Night Football. Poor red zone offense. Lack of touchdowns. Settling for field goals. Sam Bradford torching
1: you. It's a, it's a tough one to start off the season with. Uh, I don't know where to First off, obviously we settled for too many field goals offensively, and then uh, all of a sudden got in a you know a catch-up mode. And I thought early on defensively we did some good things, and then there's a series that breaks it open in the second quarter. And I felt like when we got into the second half, we were having trouble stopping much of anything. So we got to do a better job coaching. Um, certainly, when we watch this tape, it won't be pretty. Credit Minnesota and Mike and his staff did a good job and uh they were better than us tonight.
0: Sean Payton, your head coach of your New Orleans Saints who were 0 1 to start the 2017 season. Welcome in everybody to the Chris Gordy show. Let me give you the phone number because if there were any day like to if there were any other day that you'd want to call in that you don't normally call in, you, eh, I don't really call radio shows. But today's the day we want to hear from you guys. 504-260-1280 504-260-1280 I want to hear your thoughts on last night's game because this is your chance to vent. This is your chance to uh express frustration or even optimism if you feel like uh, last night was hey, they got they got the the first game jitters out of their system and now they're ready to go. Uh would love to hear from you guys. 504-260-1280. 504-260-1280 is the number. Uh as the Saints lose to the Minnesota Vikings last night 29 to 19 up in minnesota and uh, for further reaction we welcome in producer michael
2: Uh, not even not a happy one today Not even this song can get me going today and this song usually really gets me going but my god what a deflating feeling the exact opposite of what i expected last night happened and it was just disgusting and it hurt there were some actual good things that you saw on the field at times and they just the big thing that they could not do get off the field on
0: third down. Yeah, just too, do it once. Too many short third down. I mean, like it didn't feel like the Vikings every time had a third and five or a third and six. Just very a little slant right, or a little cross we, pattern. We call or that whatever. We call that third and manageable. Oh. Um, just way too easy. And, and look again, I thought it, we'll get into the whole breakdown of the game, but just kind of initial thoughts. And by the way, Lance Moore is going to join us in the. Uh, in the second hour, 905, he'll he'll join us to uh give his his thoughts on the game. former New Orleans Saint, we call it sixteen with number sixteen. Uh I think we got fooled in the preseason. And I think we got fooled into thinking this defense was a whole lot improved. And you know, we mentioned this before the quarterbacks that they faced in the preseason, Brock Osweiler, Deshaun Kaiser, Cardell Jones, Tom Savage, Deshaun Watson, Ryan Mallett, Thaddeus Lewis, all these guys are crap quarterbacks and the only you know with the exception of I think Kaiser and Watson are both rookies they'll get better as you know the years go along but the only legit quarterback they faced all preseason was Philip Rivers in joint practices and you know what happened they got torched Philip Rivers had his way with them in the joint practices but then you know in the preseason game we see them come out and shut down Kellen Clemens and we're all buying in again we're going Okay, so maybe it was just a fluke. Maybe they just had a bad day of practice against Phillip Rivers, but in the preseason game action, they killed Kellen Clemens. And so maybe we were just, we misread it. They had a bad day. No, I think we got a pretty good read. This defense is going to be really good against crap quarterbacks, which I don't know how many of those you're going to face this year, but it gets pretty good to great quarterbacks. They're going to get killed. And last night, Sam Bradford was a pretty good quarterback. He's not great, but he was pretty good. And there's something to be said. Last season, Sam Bradford set the record for the most efficient season for a quarterback ever. Guy uh, had inc- an incredible completion percentage. Yeah, a lot of them were checkdowns. Yeah, a lot of them were dump-offs. And we saw that early on in the game last night. But you know what happened? That second-to-last drive before the halftime, Sam Bradford and his offensive coordinator said, Sam, you got room to throw, bro. O-line's protecting you. Saints pass rush can't get to you. Let's go. Let's start. Let's sling it. Let's go down the field. Suddenly he starts connecting with Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, uh, Jarius Wright. First down. First down. First down. Touchdown. All of a sudden the Saints are back on their heels, going, "What's going on?"
2: Yes, yeah, serious. Props to Sam Bradford. He was actually fantastic last night, which is unbelievable to say. I, I've never seen him play that style of football where he was cutting you up and down. Look how much down time he field. had in the pocket. He did. And, and there were plenty of times as well where the Saints pass rush... Did a good job getting He was getting just a pushed. tick late. Yes. Just a, he, a
0: hair shy of getting to St. But Bradley. credit
2: to him is that he stood in there and took the hits and still delivered the throws and delivered them with incredible accuracy. And that was an unbelievable performance last night by Sam. It truly was. He made some throws that you see very few quarterbacks make. Yeah. And it was that good. It was stuff that you, you typically see from Drew Brees. And Brees had one of those throws to Colby Fleener at the end of the game in garbage time to get the touchdown. But... It, There are some things that I actually did. I know that it's all doom and gloom, Gordy. I know it sucks today that the Saints lost the first game of the season, especially knowing that you got the Patriots right around the corner. You're staring down the gun of 0-2. The fact that they are 0-1 and they are pissed about the way that they played week one is just not even any better at all. But I thought that the linebackers did a good job of tackling last night. They played downhill. They played fast. I thought that they just... Overall, I was impressed with the with the performance of them. I didn't think the defensive line was horrific. Now, you want more pass rushing, you need to get to the quarterback more often. A Cam Jordan had a sack. But overall, still, I thought the it line- gets back to you couldn't cover anybody Right. I thought all. the
0: linebacker core was much improved. I thought Lattimore had an okay game. Um, but as soon as I saw the inactive list before the game and I saw Ken Crawley was out, I said, not good.
1: No, because exactly.
0: P.J. Williams, he was just up and down last night. Some place he was, he was there, some place he was just out of position, chasing his guy down. And then Devontae Harris, sorry, but he's the... He's the GOAT last night. He's the he's the one that uh, we're pinning a lot of the blame on because he cannot cover in the NFL. On the other on any other team, Devontae Harris is a practice squatter. For the Saints, he's out there playing meaningful minutes and he can't cover anybody. One-on-one in zone and man, he can't cover anybody. It's so, not good. He needs it needs to change. Five, there is no doubt about that. 504-260-1280 is the phone number. 504-260-1280. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's talk to Reggie on the phone lines. Reggie, what's going on, man?
3: Hey, what's up, fellas? Good morning. Yo. Good morning. Hey, um, yeah, the, I got a couple of things. First first thing, like you said, the linebackers, they played pretty good. The tackling was outstanding, especially on uh, some of those toss plays, how the linebackers chase down the running back, stuff like that. Number 21 on the defense. This guy That's is Harris. horrible. Yeah. That's Harris? Yep. He, he was horrible last night. And for some reason, I don't know why the Saints didn't switch it up. They kept having Harris on Minnesota best receiver, which was Diggs. When it didn't make any sense at right. all. Right,
0: exactly. I mean, Lattimore, Lattimore should have been on Diggs the whole night.
3: Right. Lattimore played pretty decent. Um, like you said, Williams had his up and down. Where was more
0: that that was a question a lot of people were asking as Harris was getting burned and here's what happened Reggie you know early in the game they were doing really well you know they were stopping the run I thought they did a really good job of getting stuff in the run against Dalvin Cook yeah he got a couple of of good little five and six yard chunks but for the most part they did a good job up front that second to last drive before halftime when Sam Bradford took the team right down the field touchdown 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 they Dennis Allen said take take the extra linebacker out. Give me my extra DB and, and, and Devontae Harris and put him out there because they felt like they needed that extra DB to, to, to stop the passing game. The problem is Devontae Harris is no good, so having the extra DB didn't help you. Right.
3: Right. And and as far as the, the offense, um, man, it just looked rusty. I, and you could see, even though Drew Brees, he has Michael Thomas, Fleener and all of them, you could see how he was missing – on some key plays, especially on third downs and like the goal line and stuff like that. Yeah. So, mm. uh, it's, it's going to be a tough week and we got the Patriots coming up on the Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to
0: be tough. All right. Thanks for the call, Reggie. We appreciate I just, it, man.
1: I
2: agree, I agree with
0: Reggie. 504-260-1280, by the way. 504-260-1280. If you want to get in one...
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Saints losing to the Vikings 29 to 19 up in Minneapolis.
2: His point on Breeze not looking comfortable with some of his targets. We talked the, about yesterday how like I still and I think you would agree he's going to get his yards, he's going to put up his numbers cuz he's Drew Breeze and this is what he's always done. You could see though there's a, a lack of a, of comfort with some of those guys that are out there though Do in you, key situations.
0: And and I and I mentioned this last night. Do you put any stock in this whole they weren't playing him in the preseason and maybe he's a little rusty with all these guys. I, I, know they're pr- I know they're playing in training camp and practices and scrimmages and all that crap, but Drew Brees played in one preseason game. Yeah. Maybe there's something to be said for that. Not getting the re- the actual,
3: you know, yeah, game we call reps. them game reps. Game reps are
2: important. Real action against somebody else that you don't play every single day in a real game-type situation so, matters.
0: So, yeah, I mean, the timing was off in that in the red zone where he tries to squeeze it in to, to Ted Ginn. It's just like the timing was just off on so many, so many plays, especially there in the red zone. And, look, we get the pass rush. Vikings have a stud pass rush. They have a really good uh, front seven. And... You know, with Everson Griffin and uh, Daniel Hunter from LSU, I mean, they're really good at, at they, and they beat the, Saint, the Saints offensive line a lot last night. But Drew Brees does a really good job of getting the ball out quick, making his reads really quick. The thing I did not like, Michael, and this is another thing we can get into. One, it felt like okay, we have Adrian Peterson, we have to force the ball to right. him. The Vikings mindset was we are not every time Adrian Peterson touches the ball, we're going to annihilate him. We do not want him to do anything, and so he carries the ball to start the game. What was it, a nine-yard carry? He fights his legs, start moving. Great run! It's a good start to the night. From there, they just start they start shutting him down, and they start. uh, And I thought Mark Ingram actually was the most effective back of the first half. Uh, He ran well, but what does Sean Payton do? New shiny toy, gotta get him involved. I thought they played Alvin Kamara but way it, too it, much early on. They tried to get him involved in the screen game, and the Vikings recognized it as soon as they saw Alvin Kamara back there. They said screen. They put a guy on him, completely took it away, and and that's where a lot of people were left scratching their heads this morning, saying, you know, one, the distribution of touches to the backs, but but two, you know, Adrian Peterson with you know his lack of touches, it, it, it just went to hell last night. I think. First of all, we had to credit the
2: Vikings' defense at some point for being pretty darn decent. It's that's going to be a top ten defense in the NFL this season, without a doubt. It sure. was last year. Yeah, it's they, going to be that once again. The offense this
0: will look better against New England this week. I will say this:
2: I mean, I, I had I didn't have a huge issue with the distribution of the way that they carried the ball last night. It comes down to the simple fact that the running backs and the line
0: have to be more productive. There has yeah. to be too there, many there was no consistent first, running game. first hand on the running back tackle i mean it was there was no breaking right tackles the first contact by a vikings defender in the hole two two yards three yards that's it that's all you're getting you have a three-headed monster with three different looks and
2: it can be very effective with the three different styles that those guys run in but they have to do something other than 2.9 yards per carry right you have to have some kind of consistency when it comes to your running game that's better than that
0: here's the thing with kamara what's his strength out in space, outside yeah. out in space so they keep trying to run him between the tackles that's not his strength that's not what he does well no. and what did we see later in the game breeze gets it to him out mm-hmm. on the outside what's he do jukes a tackler slips a slips a uh, you know slips a tackle uh ends up with a with a big gain that's where kamara works and each
2: running back 18 18 and 17 yards two of them had six carries one of them had seven You can't have that. You're not going to win. I don't care how fast heavy this
0: league is. Three yards or less per carry.
2: You're not going to win games if you can't put
3: up a better effort than that.
0: Let's get uh, Dan out in Metairie in here. Dan, welcome into the show, man. Good morning to you. Good
3: morning, guys. Uh, Thank you, man. Look, man, are you guys married and have a family?
0: No, sir. We're not.
3: Okay, well, anyway, I know you guys probably got a good life. Look, guys, y'all have seen this before, man. Man, I don't like this spoil your day. It's okay to live <laughs> here and pick another team and root for them. I mean, you know,
1: there's nothing no, wrong with Dan. that,
3: man. No, we're Saints fans. There's nothing fans. wrong with that. Look, we can't fall in love with these guys, man, because nine out of ten, man, these guys get paid. They go out there and do it. They don't give a darn about you and I. So don't fall in love with all the blame. The safe problems fall right at the feet of Sean Payton. He don't have it, bro. He don't know how to get it. He's been here 11 years, never cared about defense. I mean, he tried and tried, it just don't work, man. Well, and he it, don't have it anymore, man.
0: Yeah, it worked in 09, but I'll agree with Thanks for the call, Dan. Um, yeah. I'll agree I'll agree with you in the fact that the past few years, I mean, the 7 and 9, the 7 and 9, the 7 and 9 how does he keep getting a? Pa- we got to get over this. Just keep giving him a. This is the make
2: or break of year. And I heard somebody. I heard be.
0: somebody say this the other day. They said Drew Brees put that trophy in that trophy case. He bought himself a lifetime of, of excuses and mediocrity. I said, why is that acceptable? Like Drew I, did? Uh, no, Drew, uh, Sean Payton. Sorry. Oh Sean. Okay. Let's say
2: Drew, Drew forever gets. No. Drew keeps putting up the Absolutely. numbers. Drew, I
0: mean, Drew Drew can run for mayor one day. We'll, he, he needs we'll, to we'll stay forever. Him, yeah. And and he'll probably fix the sewage system. Probably. But. uh the fact remains that, dude, we love Sean Payton for what he did in 09. That's a long time ago now. That's a long time <laughs> ago, my friend. We're working on a decade of mediocrity we're since talking,
2: then. We're talking about a team so, that been in the playoffs since 2010, or 2013, excuse yeah, me. Yeah,
0: it's been a while. So, again, the, this, this pass that he just continues to get, and we keep saying, oh, well, he'll turn things around, he'll fix things it we just keep going year by year and spinning our wheels and it's the same thing over and over again. How do you feel if you're Drew Brees, knowing you're wasting you know the last few good years you have in you with a bad with a bad defense with with issues. So all right, let's get Hank in here before we grab our, our first time out Hank in New Orleans. Hank, what's going on, man?
3: I love to hear you guys be positive. You all win Academy Awards. I guarantee you. It's not an actor, on actually who has more positive than you guys. So
0: <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to weigh the positives and the negatives, Hank. No,
3: but you know, you know that's stupid. You know what's going on here. It takes a whole year to find to find the long snapper. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can get it out of the glass. but you can go to any one of the parks in the Orleans and come up with a long snapper. <laughs> think, just think about it for a minute. Now I'll tell you the, the real truth about. Benson is sick and has been sick for a while. It's a click. It's Mickey. It's the rest of those guys. They should have been wiped them all out of the body. gate. could get rid of them right along, get rid of them, get another start. How long is going to stay there and do the Pelicans and the Saints? Yeah, uh,
0: thanks for the call, Hank. That's what somebody, somebody pointed it out the other day. They said this is the same group that uh, kept Alvin Gentry over from last year. And so if Alvin Gentry gets a pass, Sean Payton's definitely going to get a yeah, pass. Now, sure. look, I think – I think all things considered, Alvin's here. They've assembled a team. They put good pieces. Let's see. This is the make or break year for Alvin Gentry.
2: They actually did some things yesterday. They too. did. They yeah.
0: did. We'll get to that a little bit later. But Sean Payton, again, seven and nine, seven and nine, seven to nine, you've become Jeff Fisher. At what point do we hold your feet Easy to the killer. fire? At what point Easy do we killer. hold your feet to the fire and Easy. say you gotta start turning this thing around.
2: Until he grows a creepy ass mustache. You can't put Jeff Fisher on Sean Payton. That's what he's
0: becoming. All right, it's 823 here on uh, Sports 1280 New Orleans. It's the Chris Gordy Show. Appreciate the the call so far this morning. Keep them coming. want to hear from you. 504-260-1280. 504-260-1280. What did you think of the Saints game last night? Uh, Obviously, there's some issues. Yep. Uh, Are you of the mindset of this is just the same team that we saw last year? Did you see any improvements, and do you think they could turn this around? want to hear from you, 504-260-1280. It's the Chris Gordy Show right here on Sports 1280 New Orleans.
1: This is Chris Gordy on Sports 1280 New Orleans.
0: Welcome back, Chris Gordy Show here on Sports 1280 New Orleans. I think you ticked off Dave with the music selection, Gordy. Well, Saints had a bad day. They did have a bad day. Had a bad day at the office. Might have another bad day at the office on Sunday. Stop it. New England Patriots coming to the Superdome. Yeah, they won't be trying to bounce back from their loss either.
2: At least it's at home. Yeah. We all know how much better they are at home than on the road. You
0: know, because Brandon Cooks doesn't play well in the Superdome or anything. All all will be well. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back in Chris Gordy show uh, reacting to last night's loss. Saints losing to the Minnesota Vikings up in Minneapolis, 29 to 19. We're going to talk with Lance Moore at 905, the former New Orleans Saints wide receiver. Could have used Lance Moore in the slot last night. Could have used him uh, maybe dumping off a little bit. Uh, Offense was just a little out of sync. I mean, look, they come out of the gates pretty strong. They go right down the field. Can't uh, can't punch it in for pay dirt. They end up settling for a field goal, and from there, that was kind of the theme of the rest of the game. It was either the Saints were going three and out and punting, or you know they were getting down into the red zone and not able to do anything. And you know, gets a little bit tighter in there. The Vikings did a good job of of, of defending well. And look, uh, Xavier Rhodes is one of the better corners in the league. He he was doing a pretty good job on Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas was having a hard time. I don't know if you noticed. That first catch that Michael Thomas made, Xavier Rhodes gets up and like pushed him down on the ground and stared him down. I was like, all right, all right, killer, like back off a little bit, right? Back off, yeah. Um, He ends up getting hurt. Well, the other corner, uh, what's his his face, out of Michigan State, uh, he's not as good. And so then they were kind of able to exploit Mm -hmm. him a little bit and, and go down the field. But again, the run game was non-existent. You were unable to do much of anything. And... A lot of people in ESPN themselves, they were showing Adrian Peterson on the sideline going, why aren't they trying to get Adrian Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know,
2: all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click com, or just stop by. Granger
3: for the ones who get it done. Peterson involved a little bit more in this offense. Adrian
0: Peterson finishes the night with what, six carries? Six carries for 18, 18 yards?
2: yards. Yeah, tied, uh, what was it, Ingram also had six for 18 or seven for 18. The, the running game was not good, period,
0: end of story for any of the guys. But there was the, no consistency there at all. There was a moment where... They cut to the sideline, and Adrian Peterson yep. is yelling at Sean Payton. You don't know what he was yelling. And Sean Payton turns around and has some words with him. They
2: both played the situation down in the post game pretty well. He, here was Sean Payton
0: asked about the exchange with Adrian Peterson.
1: No, listen, I'd tell you if we were in a heated exchange. So why don't you ask him? But we were. I think he was into it. We were all into it. There was no uh, none that I can recall. And I'm being honest. So,
2: I actually
0: kind of believe him. Going back
1: yeah. and
2: watching it. Like, so
0: tw- on Twitter, here's what Adrian Peterson said last night. He said, let's be clear. Because SportsCenter tweeted, tweeted out the picture, yes. of course, with Sean Payton and Adrian Peterson yelling. And they put up a quote from Adrian Peterson who said, I'm going to keep that confidential. Adrian Peterson took to Twitter and said, let's be clear. I said we need to run the ball up their butt. Nothing more. I'm passionate, but respect my coach at the same time. So it, all they did was they caught an interaction that looked bad on TV. But it was, yes, but it was Adrian Peterson saying, "Coach, we need to let's run the ball up their butt. Put me in there." Well, and here's the problem with what he's saying there. With that, you tried to run the ball. Up <laughs> you their butt. Tried. You
2: ran it 21 times as a team overall, wasn't, and wasn't you effective. carried the ball for 2.9 yards per carry as a team. Ted Ginn led the team in yards per carry. One rush, five yards on the jet sweep. Yeah. That was your most effective play outside of Peterson's first carry of the game. Right, running the ball.
0: Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was going to point out. Peterson, that first carry of the game for nine yards. From there, he had one carry. He had five carries. Had five carries for, carries for, <laughs> for nine, nine yards. yards.
2: For nine yards, it wasn't good. And again, no matter how pass happy. And look, Drew's numbers. You go look at the box score. The numbers look fine. There was only one touchdown, 27-37, to 37, 291. Averaged 7.9 yards per attempt. Only sacked once. But he was under duress quite a bit. So the offensive line has to step up. Now look, that was a tough matchup. We talked about it yesterday. Three or four guys on that Vikings defense that consistently gets good pass rush. But you have to have some kind of balance in this league. And we think back to the Saints teams in the past that have been really good. What if they had? Some type of balance. Yesterday there was no balance.
0: Yeah. Uh 5042601280 is the number 5042601280 would love to hear from you guys. Uh again, Saints want to be a balanced team, but I don't know if you can do that with this offensive line. Uh especially against the front like the Vikings. As soon as Zach Strief went down. Look, Zach Strief is no world beater by any means, but yeah, to but put, he's important. <laughs> you had to put in Kilometta. Yeah. And it was and and that and you know that that play that they ran uh right at the um right at the goal line where they ran the ball on the third down and then settled for the field goal that was right after Streif got hurt and that was immediately my reaction was they didn't want to get Breeze hurt on that damn on that down you know cuz it was an obvious passing down on third and goal they didn't want you know they were going to blitz the hell out of out of Breeze uh blow up Kelamete off the line i said let's run let's try to run the ball if they ran it what, got to like the two or whatever, and then settled, settled for the field goal there. Um, it was just too many, settling for too many field goals. And, and I, I get that's what their game plan was. It was to be, you know, to take what the Vikings were giving them and just try to stay in it. But your defense isn't strong enough for you to try to stay in games like this. It's just that they didn't do a good job. I mean, it, as what it, the Saints did a great job, it felt like, for much of the game on first and second downs. In early downs it felt like they did a good job of stopping the run mm-hmm. you know forcing an incompletion but on those third downs they got murdered they got absolutely absolutely
2: destroyed and it was so disheartening because you you felt good early on it's like okay oh man first few plays that are, you know the first couple of plays of the series man good stops good stops you know playing fast playing hard they they're doing what they need to do to defend, and then just boom it's like little you know tiny you're taking butter knives to 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 the gut Every couple plays, as a fan sitting there watching it, and then eventually it just led to the big old huge knife right to the stomach by Sam Bradford cutting you up later in the game. Because that point, and it gets to the it's 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 both sides of the football. The offense didn't sustain as many drives, and what they weren't out there as long as they need to be for the defense to get some time off the field, right. but the defense didn't put together enough series where three and out, three and out. It was just, they were getting close, getting close, and they have to, for the health of the of the season long-term, they have to figure that out quickly, or they're going to continue continue to struggle and, and be in these battles where they're, they're chasing the other team all, all day,
0: and it's just not going to work. I debated doing this, but I think at 8.50 we're going to have to do it. We're going to have to channel our old friend Buddy D., and we're gonna have to get Buddy T, Buddy D's take on last night's game. So that that's coming up at 8:50. We'll hear from Buddy D on uh, on the thought his thoughts on last night's game. Uh, quick minute here for our friends at Hover Helmets. Uh, we've talked about them before. If you love LSU football, or if you're looking for the perfect gift for the tiger fan in your life, here's your answer: Hover Helmets. Hover Helmets is perfect for young and old, at the home or the office. It's an authentic replica mini helmet with the LSU logo or the school logo of your choice. Hovering and Spinning in Midair features a gold LSU helmet. If you have kids, they can use it as a nightlight. It works great. It features LED lighting that illuminates the helmet from below to provide a unique look. Hover Helmets now has an expanded selection of college football teams to choose from on their website and be on the lookout for NFL helmets coming up this Christmas season, including Saints helmets. Just go to hoverhelmets.com, hoverhelmets.com at Sports 1280 listeners will receive a 20% discount and free shipping. But you have to enter the promo code 1280 at checkout. That's promo code 1280, and you get 20% off and free shipping at HoverHelmets.com. Hover Helmets, the next level in sports memorabilia.
1: The uncensored talk about your teams. Sports
0: 1280, New Orleans. Welcome back into... The Chris Gordy Show here on Sports 1280 New Orleans. It's an upsetting morning as the Saints lose to the Vikings last night, 29-19. Handful of red zone trips and a handful of field goals the Saints came away with. Hey, at least they fixed their kicking woes. Remember Will Lutz with all those issues he had? Seemed to have gotten well, I mean, corrected. they were all like 25 yards. <laughs> sure, they, weren't very, they weren't of the long variety. But.
2: Hey, making them is important though. There is that. How do you deal with losses, Gordy? What do you do to uh, get over the loss? I, are, you, are you one of these people that likes to just sit around and, and mope the next day? Do you do you drink a lot? What do you do?
0: No, I think. But I will say this: like if if I was like watching the game at home or something, or went to a sports bar watch it. When I get home, I cannot watch SportsCenter at you. all. I can't see it. I can't watch the replays because that's all they want to do is break it down, and talk about it. Nope. Going to give me the Weather Channel, give me a sitcom, give me Netflix, the Weather Channel? Give, me Netflix give me anything to take my mind off that, that awful loss last night. Yeah, I find myself avoiding
2: sports the rest of the day, and I will probably, it's nothing against the rest of our show. Sorry, Duncan Holder, I'm probably not going to listen to today. I just After we do this, I, I'm just going to want to... You want to crumple it up and throw it away? I just
0: want to forget about it. It's, all, it's on to New England. Well, on Ma- to New England. That's Michael. I, on the other hand, would encourage you to keep it locked all day no, I'm to not Sports 1280. I would keep and it locked. to all of our fantastic no, programming. I would keep including it Including Larry and Jeff, who are in Minneapolis okay, and doing fine. a fantastic job. So,
2: you want to know the real reason why I'm not going to be able to listen to... Doc- i have a doctor's appointment at 11. Well, just like, what, that, su- what
0: else am I supposed to do? i, I got to go I, get things checked. I think I'd rather dwell on the loss than go to the doctor.
2: Uh, well, unfortunately today, i got to go to the doctor. I'll turn it back on Everything if, okay? if I can.
0: Yeah, everything's fine. Okay.
2: More than anything, I'm getting my knee checked out for my Colorado trip. I fell on a hike. I'm a little worried about it, to be honest with you. It's got this dead, just dull feeling. It's kind of like the Saints made me feel last yeah, night. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, maybe the, maybe the Saints doctors to check it no, out for you. They're not busy anymore. <laughs> I'm sure they'll do a great job of yep. diagnosing it.
2: I'm sure, too.
0: Uh, by the way, Ian Rappaport just putting out there that it sounds like, and he hasn't confirmed this, Zach Streef still has to undergo tests, but it sounds like he's going to be out at least a couple of weeks. Ugh. Good luck, Drew. Hey, at least the Saints have a lot of depth on the O-line, right? Shut your mouth. Mm. Uh, again, if you guys want to get in, 504-260-1280, 504 Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk with Lance Moore. We'll get his thoughts on last night's game. We'll also hear from uh, our, our buddy Buddy D. A tribute to Buddy D. We'll get his thoughts on the game last night in just a couple minutes. Sam Bradford absolutely torching the Saints last night. Twenty-seven for thirty-two for hundred and thirty. I'm sorry, three hundred and forty-six yards with three touchdowns. Early on, Bradford was captain checkdown. Like we mentioned, he took what the defense gave him, but eventually, he sure eventually he started throwing it downfield. And Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Wide open just about every single play. Devontae Harris cannot cover anyone. And uh, I think there was even one play where PJ Williams just got beat off the line and was just trailing Adam Thielen. I mean, look, Adam Thielen is. He's no world beater. He, he's coming on. He he had a nice season last year and he's become he more
2: productive. But you know, he's, he, he's the sneaky white guy when it comes to speed. Yeah. He's just. He's very quick, he's got very reliable hands, and his story is incredible. But he was part of the, uh, and again, it's credit to Sam Bradford. I've never seen Sam Bradford play like that. I've seen Sam Bradford play in person probably like three times during his career. And every single time I've watched him, I'm like, God, this guy's just got, he's got happy feet in the pocket, he's terrified, he plays scared, like he's wetting his pants all the time, he used to throw ducks into the ground consistently. I don't know what the hell's happened i guess he's finally reached his semi or his potential of what he was coming out of oklahoma with you know being the heisman winner and being a guy that was just very highly overall, talented. overall pick right yeah extremely accurate and he's already made a ton of money he's going to make himself a lot more money if he keeps playing that way <laughs>
0: The uh, Saints' pass rush was not effective last night. They could not get pressure on Sam Bradford for much of the game. He had all day in the pocket to throw, and he picked you apart. How many times last night, and we'll need to go back and watch some of the film, but were the Saints blitzing or sending an extra defender and they just disappeared into the Vikings defensive line. The and now and that was the Vikings starting a new left tackle, right tackle and center.
2: Right. The one, and they excelled. The one blitz what was it? Vicaro off the off the off the edge there where, where he ran upfield
0: past sent, the past they, Bradford.
2: Yeah, but they, they 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 kept like two guys on him but he still made a difference when he came in And Bradford made that stupid throw that just was it was the throw back to the right down the field. Oh, yeah, play. yeah. That, that he put right on the money. Yeah, that was his it, best throw of That night. was just like... I mean, it was... And I know Gruden got killed a little bit for it, where they kept saying, you know, it's the best I've ever seen Sam Bradford. That's one of the best throws you'll ever see. But, like, those were some of the best throws I've ever seen. Right. They really From, were. him, yeah. Yeah. It was just... They, 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 did a, they did a decent job. I thought the Saints... I thought they did a decent job of pushing the pass rush. Was it good enough overall? Was it exactly what you need? No. But... He made the throws. He stood in the pocket and took the hits and still made the throws when those happened.
0: Yeah, no, I th- I thought he did a good, a really good job throughout the night. Now Cam Jordan, on the other hand, he was active. He was trying, and on that one spin move, he did get to Bradford and got the sack. But outside of him, between Kakaha, Alex Okafor, uh, all these guys we saw throughout the preseason that were active and getting to the quarterback, where were they last night? Getting owned one on one.
2: We love Cam Jordan. We all do. He's a very good player. He's a he's a Pro Bowl player. He's an All Pro type of guy. And this is no knock on Cam Jordan at all. He can't be your best pass rusher. If he's your best pass rusher, you, you're not a great defensive you know pass rusher. Ra- and that's not anything against his. Sk- he's not a speed rusher. He's not a speed guy. He's a bigger defensive right. end.
0: Well, I think, but. See, He's not that's, extremely that's fast. That's where I think a complimentary, and, and I was debating this last uh, night. outside you speed spend, guy is still needed. You spend your second round pick on Marcus Williams out of Utah, and he was out there last night, uh-huh. but how many plays did he make? How active was he? And that's where I said, that second round pick, you should have spent. Remember when they passed on an edge rusher and they took Mar- Marshawn Lattimore And they took Marcus. I'm going to do that all season. Uh, When they took Lattimore and they took Ryan Ramchick, I said in the second round, I said, you got to go edge rusher. You need a pass rush. And they end up going Marcus Williams, a safety, after you just took a safety in the second round last year, and Von Mm -hmm. Bell, who didn't even, barely even played last night. That's the mistake right there. Marcus Williams was out there, I guess, making plays. Didn't really see much of him, but I thought that's where you needed an edge rusher, somebody to line up as an outside linebacker outside linebacker slash pass rusher to line up on the outside of Cam Jordan and bring the heat because I knew with Kakaha coming back, if he was healthy with Kakaha, Cam Jordan, and that extra pass rusher guy, They'd be able to get the pressure, more pressure on the quarterback right. this year, and they don't have
2: that. And I guess I shouldn't have said it as you can't be a good defense with Cam Jordan being your best. passer. you can. That, that, that's as, but as far as defensive need, ends go. Yes, he's need, one of the better ones. Yes. I, I get what you're saying. Though. You're you talking need the compliment. About,
0: you're talking about the compliment. Yeah, the the speed compliment, edge yes. rusher next to him,
2: and that was evident last night. Yeah. Quick, and when you're having to send the safeties and send the send the cornerback blitzes to try and help those guys out, that's it's not good yeah it's fine and short or you know in a in a tiny amount you know a couple times a game yeah. but overall just can't consistently do that
0: all right 504 260 1280 is the number 260 1280 we'll take a, a quick break when we come back we're gonna hear from our friend an ode to buddy D with his thoughts on last night's game right here on sports 1280 New Orleans
2: back to the Chris Gordy show on sports 1280 New Orleans.
0: Welcome back into Sports Talk. So what did we learn last night about the 2017 New Orleans Saints that we didn't already know? Not a lot. The Saints offense will once again be the strength of the team even though they didn't show much signs of life last night. The offseason signing of future Hall of Fame running back Adrian Peterson looks more like a dud than a win. And we used to say back in 1989, if you have three running backs, you don't have any. And as soon as Streif went down, it might as well have been playing with an old Jim Hazlitt offensive line. Because that's what they look like. Were you watching the same game I was watching? Defense is going to take its lumps again. Especially if they don't manage to get a push from the defensive linemen. And Lattimore needs to start playing like a real number one. And speaking of secondary, it seems like they're going to be an adventure every time out. Sort of like the Raiders of the Lost Ark, part four. And speaking of lost, I'd like to tell Devontae Harris to get lost. Perhaps the biggest dose of reality came in the realization that we won't see Drew Brees playing at a high level much longer. Father Time is undefeated, and the clock has begun ticking on Drew. A lethal dose of poison came in Sean Payton's play calling in the red zone, which rivaled that of a 12-year-old playing on his Super Nintendo. Brandon Sneed and his alligator arms reminded me of the early days of Dante's Star Horse. But the play of this secondary? Will the Saints go shopping for another cornerback? Or just wait until the trainers properly diagnose Delvin Bro. Finally, the Saints are now 5-7 in season openers since Sean Payton was hired in 2006. And they're right on path for their fourth consecutive 7-9 season. This report brought to you by Domino's Pizza. Buy large pepperoni pizza. Get a free cinnamon sticks. Don't be a goofy jerk. Talk Saints football with me, Buddy D. The day after every Saints game right here on Sport Talk 1280. Alright, there you go. It's a quick ode to, uh, to Buddy D there.
2: Does he like anything other than pepperoni pizza? Well, you know, it's one of the He sponsors. likes Big
0: Shot Soda. Big <laughs> Shot Soda. And
1: River Paris Tothothol. <laughs> My favorite's Diet Pineapple.
2: Did you guys like cinnamon sticks from Domino's? They were okay. Dave, what about you?
1: Yeah, they're not bad.
2: I ate them one time. I remember just getting so sick. I just so
0: sick.
1: Just I just dough, cinnamon and sugar. Yeah, it's not gonna end well.
0: Oh, I must have had like eight of them. For anyone think, who thinks we were taking a shot, that was an homage. I, Buddy D was one of my favorites growing up, and after the Saints game, he would give his little his little monologue, his little diatribe, with his thoughts on the game, and that was just a tip of the cap to him because tell you where to get your pizza. I after a game like that last night, you could absolutely hear Buddy D uh, taking calls. There's a all video. The night.
1: There's a video of Buddy D doing a, a Domino's commercial with the Noid.
0: <laughs> oh man, I with gotta the find this. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, Look yeah. it up. The Noid. Forgot
0: all about the Noid. We
2: found his commercial, his TV commercial for his radio sh- post game show uh, just a few minutes ago during the break. That was good.
0: Yeah, back when you had to push all these buttons to to pull things
1: up in radio. I yeah.
0: never, I never saw those days.
1: Corey Johnson used to work with Buddy D. He reminds us constantly
0: that he did. Corey's been around forever. Corey's. Seventy-eight years old at this point, right? Yeah, just, pushing, pushing. Just it. Yeah, I'm kidding. No, Corey's the best. I uh, can't wait to hear his thoughts on the game tonight, or his game last, the game last night. Because, man, oh man, I mean, it was just it, it. As much as you thought that they had taken a step forward, as much as you thought that they had improved things from last season, improved the defense, it was more the same. It was more of what we saw last year. It was as if last season never ended and you just picked up right where you left off
2: it truly was and that's what's frustrating you build yourself up i built myself up we get all excited you know you, you think you're going to see something that's that's new and exciting and different than what we saw last season and in the first game it just was not that and it stinks but i still think the like i'm going to keep myself hopeful i still believe in myself all right, I should I, should, I don't believe my. I always believe. I believe in the Saints that they'll bounce back, and I still think that there is reason to be hopeful for the season. Now, look, they are in the toughest spot they could be in right now with the Patriots next week. The early portion of the schedule is not easy.
0: Yeah, and Drew Brees talked about that. He said we got a quick, uh, a quick turnaround this week facing New England.
1: Listen, yeah, know. listen, it's a quick turnaround. Um, n- nobody's feeling sorry for us, and we're not feeling
0: sorry for ourselves. Um, but we there's also a great sense of urgency knowing that. the the greatest improvement needs to take place right now. You know, from from game one to game two, this is when the greatest improvement needs to take place. Um, So we'll be chomping at the bit to get back on the field. There's Drew Brees uh, following the game last night. So uh, coming up in hour number two, one hour already in the books. Hour number two, we're going to take more of your phone calls, 504-260-1280. 504-260-1280. Appreciate uh, all you guys getting in earlier in the show, chiming in with your thoughts on this game. And then coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk with Lance Moore, former uh, former Saints wide receiver, called 16 with number 16. We'll get his thoughts on the game and uh, and what exactly went wrong for the Saints last night. We'll talk with Lance Moore. And then a lot more to get into all later in the second hour. We've uh, got to get into a little bit of LSU news. They get Arden Key back this week. Uh, Ed Ogeron announcing that yesterday. And then also, we got to play some audio from our friends over at WDSU. They had uh, Jim Mora. Of course, the former oh, head coach on their post-game show, and Coach Moore didn't know they were live and dropped an expletive, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll get to that sometime in the next hour as well. This is the Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280 New Orleans. Appreciate you guys for listening, and again, um, Lance Moore coming up in just a couple minutes. We're going to talk with him find out. Again, I, I just feel like a Lance Moore would have helped the passing game a Lord, little bit Jim last Jim Moore is
2: 82 now. No, oh, no oh, wonder he dropped an
0: expletive. He's up there. But he still looks great. Easy. The old, the old ball coach. Men like that. Only old ball coach looks good for eighty-two. So we'll get to that after this Chris Gordy show right here on Sports twelve eighty New Orleans. Don't go anywhere.
1: Step into the world.